Hey, I'm Jennifer Hurwitz, best-selling author of the books One Happy Divorce and Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. I'm a relationship coach, a public speaker, and I'm the mom of two of the most kick-ass teenage boys around. Raw, authentic, and insightful, this podcast is a no-bullshit slice of reality for anyone curious about what it looks like to get divorced. On Doing Divorce Right, we'll give you the tools you'll need to navigate your relationships, whether you're contemplating divorce or have already signed the papers. We'll figure it out together without taking ourselves too seriously here on Doing Divorce Right Podcast. The Sober League system is designed to make parenting time safer with real-time remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink uniquely combines a breathalyzer with wireless connectivity and is the only system that includes facial recognition, tampered detection, and advanced reporting. Parents can submit a test anytime, anywhere, thanks to Soberlink's wireless technology, which delivers test results by text message or email to the concerned parties. Simplify co-parenting arrangements by using the system that provides transparency and proof of sobriety throughout the day. Flexible schedules combined with real-time delivery of results make Soberlink the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology. It's my pleasure to offer my listeners $50 off your device. Just email info at soberlink.com and mention doing divorce right, but hurry, it's for a limited time only. Soberlink.com. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. This is Doing Divorce Right. And I am Jennifer Herbitz, and I'm your host every Tuesday and every Friday. And today is Friday. Happy Friday. It's a Just Jennifer episode for you. I love this. I love it. I love it. Good morning. It's just me, just Jennifer. Um, I did a Tuesday episode this week, and now it's a Friday. Hi. Um, okay, so this Friday, I'm doing something. I'm a little different. I'm not going to take a listener's question today because here's why. So this week I was in um, the doctor's office and I know, I don't know, this is, this, let me just start off. Okay. So I was in the doctor's office and this is where I got this idea. I was getting my blood drawn and the girl, the phlebotomist who was drawing my blood recognized me because I had been there before because I get my blood drawn every six weeks. I'll tell you why in a minute. And she recognized me and she said, oh my God, you're the girl with the podcast. And I went to listen to your podcast and I was blah, blah, blah. And I really loved it. But she said, I'm a new listener and I was trying to find your story. And, you know, I know that you're divorced and you called this guy your husband and I know you have a boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. But she said, I wanted to know your story. I stopped for a minute and I kind of looked at her and I was like, wow, that's really interesting to me because I assume that having, you know, a podcast and two books and blah, 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 you know, that everybody who listens to my podcast knows me because I've been doing a podcast for two years. I assume that all of y'all know who I am and know my story and that's just not the case. So I decided that today on my Just Jennifer episode that I would talk about me and what Jennifer and um, my just Jen, little Diddy, what I'm all about. Because I think for new listeners who have, who have not followed me in the past two years or five years since I've been doing this, um, they want to know, you guys want to know who I am and what I'm all about. And I think that that's legit. I think that's a great question. And my phlebotomist looked at me and she's like, look, I just want to know, how did you get here? Like, what's your story? And I know that you, you know, talk about doing divorce right, but you also talk about staying married. And you have two books and you say you have two books and one is called One Happy Divorce and one is called What It Coulda Shoulda. So why? Why do you why do you, you know ride both sides of the fence? It's kind of what she said to me. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? 
I said, I'm going to do a Just Jennifer episode about my story. And she goes, you are? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I'm not going to say your name. I don't want to embarrass you. But I said, will you please listen next Friday? Um, I'm, I'm dedicating this this podcast to you and you know, I'm going to do it for you. And she said, oh my God, will you? And I said, yes. Yeah. So this is for my girl, my girl, my girl. I'm not saying her name in the office to uh, to you, my friend, for this amazing idea because I'm going to tell my story today. So hi, I'm Jennifer Hurwitz and I am a podcaster and an author and a screenwriter and a mom of two amazing, I'm going to cry Oh, I was crying when I talk about them. Two amazing teenage boys who have been through such an amazing transformation with me. They were nine and 11. I'm going to talk like I'm talking to my girlfriend that drew my blood yesterday. Um, they were nine and 11 when I got divorced and they did not choose this. They did not come to me one day and say, mom, dad, you fight all the time. I think you should get a divorce. They did not say that because they didn't see us fighting. Um, my husband and I, we fought quietly. We made a pact when we got married to never fight in front of our kids. And if we did fight, we, we like kind of, you know, we fought quietly and we, we always made up in front of them. And we were, if we screamed and yelled, it was just because I'm a screamer and, and I just, I'm, I'm, I yell anyway, but we took it outside. And I think our neighbors thought we were nuts because we used to fight on our front porch. So the surprise to them was that we were getting divorced. And I remember looking at my kids and saying, mom and dad are, you know, we told them together and we said, this is how we said it. We said, our team is amazing. The four of us as a team are an absolute, we're rock stars. We play like a team. We're awesome. But dad and I as a pair are no longer working well together. And I remember Jonah looking at me and going, what do you mean? I don't understand. And, And they were both like really shocked. So at 9 and 11, they're both now teenagers. We decided, the two of us, Mark and I, my husband, that, call my husband, that we um, would not break up our family, but we would restructure our family. And instead of having a horrible, horrific divorce, we would do a happy divorce. We call, and that's where my first book come, came from, One Happy Divorce, Hold the Bullshit. We did the whole unconscious or conscious uncoupling thing. Um, and we decided to restructure our family and make it an unfamily. Uh, and we we have we had dinners together, we nested, um, and we we did the best we possibly could. We put our egos aside and our kids first, and we made a choice every day to wake up and co-parent like rock stars. Um, and now, after a lot of work, and I think people don't understand how much work it really was, they think we just all of a sudden decided to be best friends. That's not how it happened. We decided to um, work very, very hard every day to wake up, just like you work on a marriage or a friendship or a relationship. We worked on our divorce, and we worked on being the best co-parents we possibly could be. And that's where One Happy Divorce came from. That's my first book. And my kids are angry at us because we are best friends. And they're like, everyone else's divorces, you know, you don't talk. They're, you know, you, you guys talk all the time and, and you're best friends. And what happened? You're supposed to, they, they can't stand it. They think it's crazy that we're such good friends. And I'm like, don't you want us to be good friends? And they're like, well, all of our other friends are, you know, they don't sit together at baseball games and they don't talk all the time and they don't triangulate. That's a word that we use for when, when my husband and I talk all the time about the kids, but we call it co-parenting and we like it. So that's my jam. Um, with that said, uh, because my husband and I are such good friends, um, I think oftentimes it comes with a little bit of guilt, a little bit of guilt on my side of the fence because 
I, I, I did come to a big revelation somewhere um, after my separation. And in North Carolina, the state of North Carolina, you have to be separated for a full year before you can file for divorce. So we nested for nine months. Nesting, if you don't know what nesting is, um, for those of you who don't know, nesting is where my husband and I got an apartment and we lived in the apartment, not together, but we moved in and out of the apartment and the boys stayed in our house. So we moved in and out and the boys stayed, stayed stationary so they could get used to us having one parent at a time. We moved in and out. We did the moving. You can read that in my first book, One Happy Divorce, Hold the Bullshit. Um, so anyway, I was, um, had a revelation and somewhere right after I filed, right after we filed and we separated, um, you know, I think that the best thing about a happy divorce is that you make, you realize, um, you know, like no one really knows how to fix a shitty marriage, um, better than a woman who realized her mistakes period. So I realized a lot of my mistakes that I made during my marriage. Um, and I realized them quickly. I realized, you know, um, what kind of, what kind of wife I was. And I think my husband realized really quickly what kind of husband he was. And I tell people all the time, and you can read this in my second book, what it could have should a divorce coach's guide to staying married. I think it's real, it's really difficult to see, um, just how, how horrible of a spouse you are when you're in your marriage doing shitty things to each other. But when you're outside of it and you take a deep breath and you, and you realize and you hold yourself accountable for those things that you were doing, um, and you say to yourself, oh my God, I was nasty. My tone was horrible. I was mean. I was, I was emasculating. When you can say those things and actually own up to the mistakes you made, um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to say you're sorry for those things, and I did, and I owned up to those mistakes I made. So that's why I wrote my second book, um, and hopefully I can help people in, in that area where I can say, hey, you know what, if you, if you want to be divorced, keep doing those things. <laughs> do, do those things that I did because I was a really good mom. I was the best mom. And my husband was the best dad, but we were really shitty partners. So that's the second book that I wrote. And people always say to me, well, how can you say that? How can you say that, you know, um, you should stay married if you're in, if you're in a miserable marriage? I, I'm not saying that. I'm actually going to read a little excerpt. Excerpt? Is that the word? From my book, uh, Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. I've been divorced now for over four and a half years. This is my book. And I have one of the best divorces around. My ex and I are great friends. We co-parent like champs. We are flexible, accessible, and kind to one another. Our kids are thriving and happy. Our friends ask us, why don't we just get back together? We will, uh, we never will, ever. As far as divorces go, ours is as good as it gets. And still, it is miserable. If I'd known then all the shit I know right now, I would never have done it. So I'm here to help you, or save you, kinda, from making the biggest mistake of your life. Unless you are unsafe or in an unhealthy marriage, please know that I am not advocating dangerous or abusive relationships no way. If you are in an unsafe environment, please call an attorney and get the hell out. Or if need be, call the authorities and get the help you need to get to a safe place. So that's part of my book. That's chapter one, actually. Um, 
people say to me all the time, how can you advocate for staying, advocate for staying in an unhealthy relationship? I'm not. I'm not saying to ever stay in a horribly abusive or physically abusive marriage. I'm saying if there's a glimmer of hope and you have kids and you think that the grass is greener on this side of the divorce fence, you're wrong. Okay? It's not. The grass is not greener. Every relationship is work. Friendships are work. Um, Relationships with your sister and your mom are work. Relationships in your marriage, everything. Everything takes work, right? Being in a happy divorce takes work. So I'm just saying, um, what it coulda, shoulda. If I knew then what I know right now, perhaps I would have done a little more work on my marriage. Um, But I think I needed to get divorced to see that. So I hope that makes sense. And that's my story. So I'm sticking to it. And I, and I don't have any regrets. Um, so I don't live in a world of regret. Everyone's like, well, you walk around and you say all the time that you wish you stayed married. No, I'm, I, I don't wish I stayed married. I wish I would have done marriage differently. And perhaps my outcome would have been different. But um, I'm, in a, I'm in a great relationship with an amazing man. We've been together three and a half years and we fight all the time. Um, we fight and we make up and we, and we have confrontation and we have amazing times and we laugh. And hopefully I learned from my marriage how to, how to be kinder, although I have days that I'm not. Um, but yeah, I think everything, life is life, right? And so, so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. And so if you wonder, um, why I was at the, at the doctor and getting my blood drawn and why I go every six weeks. It's because I have an autoimmune disease called ankylosing spondylitis, which I actually did a solo episode about on my birthday last year when I was diagnosed and it sucks and I hate it, but my phlebotomist friend, and now you know my story. So I'll spin it all around and wrap it up and tie it with a nice little bow and say, my story is that I got divorced and I made a career out of a really shitty situation I wrote a screenplay, um, which please, 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 one day will hopefully make it to the silver screen, the little tiny TV TV screen. Um, I have two boys who are thriving. I cry every time I talk about them. I can't do it right now, but um, they're thriving and they're happy. And yes, I needed to get divorced to get to this point, but um, I love what I do sometimes. I love podcasting. I love talking about this and sharing and helping people either stay married and learn how to be kind to each other or get divorced and learn how to be kind to each other. My TED Talk that I was supposed to be doing um, in a couple weeks, actually, that I'm not doing until next year. Now I'm actually doing it next year. My TED Talk um, was what my marriage taught me, or no, what my divorce taught me about marriage. Um, so yeah, you know, all things happen for a reason. I really do believe that. So my story, my woulda, coulda, shoulda, or my one happy divorce, you can pick each one of them up and read them. And sometimes people say like, which side of the fence are you on, Jen? Should you stay? Should you go? You know what? Each story is different. Everyone's story is different. You write the narrative that you are supposed to write. Divorces are like snowflakes. No two are the same. So when I have a coaching client come to me and they say, what do I do? I like to pick it apart and say, you do what feels right for you in your gut, and you look at it through the lens, your lens. I can't look at your divorce or your relationship through my lens because it's different. So if you're going to see um, a divorce coach or a marriage counselor that is looking at, at your, relationship, like your relationship through a lens that's, that's hers, be careful because I did that. I went to a marriage counselor that was married. Um, 
and that was fine. But when you're going through a divorce and she's married, what kind of lens is she telling? What, what, what lens is she working? You're looking through, right? Um, if everyone around you is married and you're getting divorced, what advice are you getting? It's kind of important when you're, when you're looking for advice that the advice is coming from a lens that's clear. I hope that makes sense. Anyway, so that's that. Everyone have a great Friday. It's Friday. Do something fabulous. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm going to do something fabulous. I'm not sure what it is, but who knows? Something fabulous. So that's my story for my friend, the phlebotomist. I hope you guys can understand why I did it. If you've already heard all this stuff, then you probably shut me off already. But if not, then I hope that you get a little better picture of who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, I love messages. I love to hear from you. Uh, please join my Facebook group, Doing Divorce Right, on Facebook. On Instagram, it's Doing Divorce Right. On Facebook, I'm Jennifer Hervitz. You can find me everywhere. Buy my books. Um, reach out to me. Talk to me. And um, that's it. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And um, that's it. You know what to do. And as always, fill your life and peace, love, and so much so much truth. Bye, guys. Hey, hey, thanks for listening to Doing Divorce Right. Don't forget, if you love the show, subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you get your episodes. And grab my books, One Happy Divorce and Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda, on Amazon, Target.com, or my website, JenniferHerbitz.com. As usual, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Peace, love, and truth.